0: How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 16 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am noted baseball fan Jason Burke, and today we're going to continue our talk about breakout players. Uh, we're going to have fantasy stuff in there for you fantasy people. I'm going to give you my terrible fantasy takes, and uh, you know we'll cover some news in the second half of this and uh, go from there. But before I start talking about uh, breakout players, I just wanted to ask you guys to subscribe to the podcast wherever you guys get podcast, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, wherever else. It doesn't matter. Uh, subscribe. If you need a link, go ahead and tweet me, uh, and I will send you a link to get that podcast. However, you get them. Uh, we are at Locked On A's. I am at By Jason B. You can find us at either of those. And also, uh, I want to get this mailbag going. I, I've gotten a couple of emails, and they've been wonderful. Uh, so thank you for those emails. But uh, let's get a mailbag going uh, for you know later this week, next week, doesn't matter. Uh, so you can email us at LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Uh, LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Uh, go ahead and send your questions my way, and I'll respond to those on a future podcast. I also got an email from a listener named Robert uh, in response to what we should do when the Astros come to town, because I want to torment them somehow and I want to figure out how we're going to do it. Robert suggested uh that we get uh Chinese drums and use those because you know the bangs game and then also for when uh Jose Altuve comes up to bat we use kazoo's and kazoo's broke me. I like that a lot. Um could you imagine 35,000 fans just blowing into kazoo's? just to torment these guys. I have a feeling it might affect the A's, but, you know, screw it. It'd be really funny until we were losing. So thank you for that one, Robert. Um, all right. So today's breakout player, potential breakout player, is Sean Murphy. Uh, you can sense a theme. In the first episode of the week, we did uh, Jesus Luzardo. Today we're going Sean Murphy. I wonder who will be tomorrow. There, There are two that will be a little bit harder to guess. But, you know, we're going prospect heavy on the first three of these. So uh, Sean Murphy, according to MLB Pipeline, is the number 33 overall prospect and is the third best catcher in the minors behind uh, Adley Rutchman of the uh, Baltimore Orioles. He was first uh, overall pick, I believe it was last year. He's supposed to be great. So, you know, obviously he's number one. And then uh, right behind him is Joey Bart, who was uh, you know, ranked in second. Uh, He is the Giants' hot shot young uh, catching prospect. So Murphy's in good company. Uh, He doesn't have the offensive profile that either uh, Rushman or Bart have, so that's why he's down a little bit lower. Um, Sean Murphy's calling card throughout his time in the minors has been his defense. He works hard. He goes to the video room. He develops rapport with his pitchers. That's his calling card. His bat came alive a little bit last year. He hit above 300 in AAA last year, but I'm not really expecting him to be a bat first catcher at all. If he develops into a 270 hitter that can hit 20 homers, and with the defense that he already has, oh man, future all star right there. So Murphy is a right handed batter, which, you know, I feel like we all know that the A's are right handed heavy and they have Matt Olson as a lefty and end of list for lefties. So everybody's a right handed bat. Um,. He is 25 years old, and according to Steamer, which is one of the projection systems over on Fangraphs, he is projected to hit uh, 250 with a 754 OPS, 14 homers. And I didn't go into his counting stats because those kind of don't matter on a projection system for a catcher. It's like 45 or whatever for RBIs and whatnot, whatever. Um, but I did find I, I wanted to go into you know more telling stats like his uh, strikeout percentage, which they're projecting at 21.3, which for a rookie is pretty solid. And then his walk rate would be around 7.5. He has a good eye at the plate. He has a short swing, so it allows him to make more contact and keep the strikeouts down. And that's something that, you know, if he has a good BABIP season, which is batting average on balls in play, so it's basically when you make contact, what's your batting average? And it eliminates strikeouts, essentially. So, if he has, you know, like a 320 BABIP season, could he hit 270? Fuck yeah, he can. Damn it. You know what? I'm leaving that in. I thought it was funny. Um, So, last season, he made his Major League debut. And in 60 plate appearances across 20 games, he put up triple the fan war that Josh Fagley had in 106 games. Uh, A lot of that was helped by his strong offensive performance. He had like a 135 WRC+ which I went over in a previous episode, but uh, 100 is average for WRC plus. So anything above 100 is that many percentage points above average. So he was like 35% above average as a hitter in the major leagues. Not bad. Small sample size. He was having a good season, but you know, still. Um, So his calling card has been his defense. And I think that that's, what's going to carry his war and His value for the A's this coming season for sure. In Pipeline's little blip on Sean Murphy, they had this to say. Uh, Assuming health, he has all the tools to become a standout big league regular right now. And so with that in mind, I want to go over why I think that he is going to be an integral part of the 2020 season. For the Athletics. Uh, one, his defense. I know I keep saying his defense, but his defense is fantastic. He can block balls in the dirt. He's very agile behind the dish. Um, pitchers seem to trust him a whole bunch. There's a little bit more to this take, which I will finish after the break. But first, got to do our Fantasy Minute, presented by League Commish. League Commission is basically like an online dating Skype, but for fantasy baseball leagues. And just like I did on Monday's pod... Uh, today we're talking about Sean Murphy. We're doing, you know, we did our breakout player was Jesus Zardo on Monday. We're doing Sean Murphy today. So what are Sean Murphy's fantasy baseball outlooks for the 2020 season? Uh, people aren't terribly high on him as a fantasy catcher. Uh, fantasy pros has him as the number six, 16, uh, ranked catcher in their system. Uh, MLB has them in their tier five. So it's roughly maybe in the top 12, um, depending on where you put him in that tier. Um, it's between like 12 and 15 or something like that. And then uh, the athletic has him at number 19 uh, overall with catchers and then one hundred and eighty eighth overall with all baseball players. Um, and that is around a 15 or so uh, round selection in a 12-team draft. So fantasy uh, the fantasy community is not super high on Sean Murphy going into 2020. And, you know, you can't really blame him. He's projected for a 250 batting average with a little bit of pop. Uh, not a huge OPS. But, I mean, if he's bu- he's behind guys like Buster Posey. And, you know, there, there's uh, JT Real Muto who can give you a little bit of power, a little bit of batting average, and help you across the board. Uh, San- Gary Sanchez is going to strike out a whole ton, so he might actually hurt you if you got strikeouts as one of your categories. But he has pop as well. And whether or not you include Yasmini Grandal in you know the top three of catchers and Wilson Contreras, there's a couple of guys that you're like, oh, these guys are obviously better than what Sean Murphy could be. But then you got Mitch Garver, who is approaching, I think he's entering his age 30 season, and he's projected for a very similar stat line, but he's ranked much higher, like 10 spots higher than Sean Murphy. So if you want to take a shot on Sean Murphy in the you know, I don't know, 14th round or something like that, and you need a catcher, uh, do that and don't, and don't waste a pick early on, on Mitch Garver. Uh, Sean Murphy has more upside than a lot of the catchers on the list. So if you believe in him, the health is going to be a question for Sean Murphy. How much time does he miss to injury if he gets injured, but he has the starting spot basically lined up for him. Uh, whether or not, you know, he takes advantage of it, uh, is another question, but he's going to have the opportunity. Um, one downside could potentially be if they have like Austin Allen make the team who is a bat first catcher and he's also a left handed bat. So if you're going with, you know, just straight up platoon on what uh, you know, handed pitcher you're facing that day, then Murphy would have the lesser end of the platoon, but I think that his value's great enough on defense that they're gonna have him in there as much as they can, whether that's 65, 70% of the games, something like that. So you should be getting playing time from Sean Murphy if he's healthy. And that's something that you can't really guarantee with a lot of catchers in the field. That's, you know, armor, Narvaez or whoever, uh, pick Sean Murphy, not in like the first round, but you know, like the 14th, what's, what's it going to hurt you? He could be a solid contributor. The A's are going to be a great fan, uh, offensive team. Go for it. And, uh, That's my fantasy baseball take. Hopefully I didn't just lose you your league. What are you doing for the game? A universal question. Whether the casual follower, the tweets everything, the beginner, the diehard, the stat nerd, the smack talker, the appetizer guy, that couldn't care less and makes everything into a competition person, we all have our place in the sports world. The same personalities apply to fantasy sports, and League Commission exists to ensure your fantasy sports experience is the best one for you. We match managers to leagues as a way to lay the foundation for your new league. All you've got to do is sign up with your preferences, get matched, and approve that match before any commitment on your end. Sign up with League Commission by February 29th and receive 15% off by entering in the code locked on in the Referred By section of the sign-up form. The first 25 people to sign up using our code receive their first match free. What are you doing for the game? Find your next fantasy sports league at LeeCommish.com. So the point that I had started making before we started talking about fantasy baseball was that uh, Sean Murphy is going to be integral to the 2020 Oakland Athletics. Whether or not he performs on offense, his defense is going to be his calling card no matter what happens. And, the reason that's important, uh, this is a very good defensive team with goal glovers on the corners. You got Marcus Semin, who's a goal goal of finalist, uh, Ramon Laureano patrolling the outfield. He can cover all three spots for all I care. Uh, he's fantastic. And then you got Murphy behind the dish, solid defensive core. But what Murphy brings behind the plate is he's been working with both Puck and Luzardo, who a lot of these... Uh, you know, hopes for the season right on whether or not we like that. Um, I, I like it. I'll run with that. But uh, they've both Puck and Lizardo have worked with Sean Murphy in the past, and they got filthy stuff. And if they want to throw a ball in the dirt, they know that their catcher can go get that, and that's going to give them confidence, you know, from opening day through end of this regular season. And that's something that you can, you know, really build around, as a club, as an organization, is banking on those two guys being ready from day one to go and get that ALS championship. And that's what I'm here for with Sean Murphy in 2020. And to help illustrate that point, there was an article over at uh, MercuryNews.com by Shana Rubin that was posted a couple days ago uh, about Puck and Luzardo's, sorry, uh, Luzardo and Murphy's relationship. As a pitcher catcher combo, and I'm just gonna read you the first couple of paragraphs because I thought it was both enlightening and kind of funny. So here we go. Uh, Jesus Luzardo can remember one time he and Sean Murphy weren't on the same page. The A's top prospects were in the north were in northwest Arkansas playing the Naturals with the AA Midland Rockhounds. Luzardo was pitching, Murphy behind the plate. Luzardo doesn't remember who was at bat, a big guy, their number four hitter, uh, but he remembers the count. He and Murphy decided during their pregame rundown that absolutely no 0-2 fastball would be thrown up to this guy. Luzardo got him to 0-2, and Murphy called for a fastball up in the zone. Luzardo shook him off. Must have been a mistake. They met on the mound for Murphy to plead his case. He had a a good read on the batter's swing, he said. They could uh, blow a fastball by him, so Luzardo went with it. He hit it out, Luzardo said this week, uh, recalling the exchange from his locker at Hohokam Stadium. He remembers shooting Murphy a dead stare and Murphy shrugging in exasperation. That was extremely on me. Uh, It was and wasn't, but it was because I threw it. Uh, I remember butting heads about it, but we talked about it and then just laughed. Um, So they have a good rapport where... Luzardo is going to trust his catcher because he knows that his catcher puts on the work, goes to the video room, does all the all the work behind the scenes. And he trusted him. It bit him. But he's like, hey, I own it because I threw the pitch. It's all good. And, you know, they can laugh about it now, and that's cool. Um, so if he can bring that to the entire pitching staff, and he's going to be working with uh, the other three guys with Fires, Montas, and Manaya. Uh, he's worked with Manaya a little bit in the, you know, uh, <clears throat> in the AL wildcard game and in a rehab start, like one of his five rehab starts, I think he threw to Sean Murphy. Um, so he's got a little bit of familiarity uh, right there. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how that all shakes out. But I think that his rapport with the pitchers is going to be a huge key to the 2020 success of the Oakland A's. So just a couple of A's notes before we get out for the for the evening or morning, whenever you listen to this, for this episode, before we get out of here. Um, A.J. Puck is going to be starting the first spring training game against the Cubs. Um, so that's cool news. You know, he's opening the 2020 season unofficially uh, for the A's. So, uh, yay, we get to watch A.J. Puck from the beginning. And then uh, the second one is the A's are not going to be on the radio at all. Uh, locally. They're going to be uh, going all in with their A's cast stuff on TuneIn, so that's how you're going to be listening to A's games in the car when you're on the go. Uh, so hopefully you've figured that out by now. So that's all the A's news for Tuesday. Uh, give us a follow on social media at LockedOnA's. I am at ByJasonB. Those are both on Twitter. Um, you can subscribe to the podcast wherever you get podcasts from. Leave us a rating and a review if you would like. Uh, I would appreciate it. It'd be nice. Uh, all of my fellow locked on people are like, Hey, we're moving up the charts. We're like number 15 or whatever. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. So yeah, subscribe to the podcast and write reviews. And then, uh, then I can gloat to them as well. Uh, so subscribe so I can gloat. That's my hashtag for today. (laughs) Um, anyways, uh, hope you guys are having a good day. Enjoy your Wednesday, go out there and celebrate good times, Oakland, and I will talk at you tomorrow.